This episode of Boss Rush After Dark is brought to you by, well, you. If you want to learn how to support our family of podcasts, head over to patreon.com slash Media or search for us on the Patreon app on your smart device. Thanks for helping us build something better. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to Boss Rush After Dark, the alternative podcast show for the Boss Rush Network. It's your boy, LaRon Dawkins here, back with my wonderful co-host, the, the beautiful, the, oh, uh, you know what, the beautiful, the sophisticated, the Aww. classy, Stephanie Klimov. You're just saying that because you trash talk Ocarina of Time like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> I'm trying to get back to your good graces. But thank you. Happy to be here. My mood is is much more. Uh, I'm tired. Much more elevated than when I first started because I was just not in a good headspace with how work's been going. So it's it's nice to be with friends. Ah, that's good. Yeah, work work's been kind of kicking my ass too. You know, like uh, I, but it, I think it's finally starting to kick my ass in like a more positive light. You know, like because like I've been I've been taking some fucking licks these last few weeks here. Like this. Like, like, last month was, ooh, it was a mess, let's put it that way. Also here beside me is, is the, is the awesome, the exuberant, the very well put together, Mr. Corey Deary. You lie like my ex-girlfriend, Slaron, and I appreciate it, thank you. <laughs> uh, it was, it was good, it was good for me, I hope it was good for you, Corey. It was alright. <laughs> Oh man! How's it going, uh, guys? It's uh, it's yeah, it's it's going today. Today's weird. So, not the not that this is going to be a great. This is going to be a, one of the fun shows, not one of the downer shows. But I, I think I'm going to start it with a downer, just because uh, today is an anniversary of something that was someone that was important to me a long time ago oh. that passed away it was this it's not the it's it was our what do we call it our quote-unquote we're officially dating anniversary and i don't know this day and like in october 12th are like the two days that i'm like the day kind of sucks mentally but you know it's gotten better over time well, well, how about how about I cheer you up by just saying I just crossed my two-year anniversary with my boyfriend yesterday, and it's technically and you three fell asleep, <laughs> which makes it hilarious. I didn't I didn't fall asleep during the one doing the hmm. one thing. Hmm. Hold on, <laughs> let me let me let me let's see. Um, I believe I believe you said that um. You nodded off was the was the term you used. Uh, I hate to admit this, but I accidentally fell asleep on him last night. Hmm. <laughs> it must have been a riveting anniversary, Leron. What it was is too much food was consumed. That's what that's what really happened. <laughs> what did you eat? What kind of food? Uh, I'm okay. so hungry. I'm Actually, so tired of eating. Actually, Damn. it wasn't even anything. It wasn't even anything special because we're actually because like the anniversary was in the middle uh, in the middle of the week. It was on a Tuesday, right? So, 
we we were we were we talked ahead we talked ahead and we're like we just wanted to do the weekend you know we didn't want to do the weekend before so we, we were like we're gonna do the weekend of, during the week of the anniversary stuff so so like our actual like formal plans are for this weekend as far as like going out to dinner and you know like being being really nice to each other but um but there's a there's this Italian restaurant uh, right in, right near where he works at um and uh. And on their menu is like they've got like they've got like a on the grill menu where like they've got they've got they've got a bacon cheeseburger and they've also got like a a grilled a grilled, a grilled chicken breast sandwich and stuff like that. So we so we so he picked up the grilled chicken breast sandwich for me. And this is a this is a nice ass combo because this this thing's this thing's eight ninety nine right. Well, actually, yeah, it's eight ninety nine. But you get the sandwich. You get the fries and like this is a really substantial sandwich and some really good French fries too. Like I mean, like it's those it's those French fries that everybody wants to have, but you but you have to go out of your way to get. Mm. Like they've got that right amount of crisp. Uh, they've got that they've got that exterior. You know you know the thing now where people are doing like on the TikTok videos where they run a fork across it and you can hear like the you can hear like the the crunch or the crinkle or whatever you know that noise. Yeah. And like this whole thing is like this whole thing is like eight ninety nine before tax. So like and and it's funny because like we were sitting there we were eating it last night and we were like man like like th- we feel like we feel like we're getting over on something because like because like food nowadays you know like a, a combo like that usually is like fourteen dollars <laughs> you know uh, but yeah uh, yeah it was um. Yeah, but it was a, it was basically a barbecued grilled uh, grilled chicken breast sandwich um, with uh, with lettuce, tomato, uh, cheese, bacon. You know, like man, and on a mm. nice on a nice. I I want to say the bun was an in house brioche bun. Mm. I want to say because it didn't it didn't feel like those buns that you just get from you know like you know like right off the line. You know, yeah, yeah like yeah, like belly was full. Like I mean, like we had to go we had to go for a walk after after eating. <laughs> mm. I gotta say, man, I'm suck. I'm a sucker for a, a sandwich with some bacon on it. We don't eat. We right. don't. We don't ever have like bacon in the house. Uh, so like, it just whenever I get to eat it, I get really excited. And uh, it's usually if we go over to my, my parents for some sort of holiday or whatever, we go over there for breakfast or brunch or something, or like it'll be on a sandwich that I order, and I'm like, I'm gonna put bacon on it. Delicious. Corey's like Corey's like Winnie the Pooh when like when he's when he's at the table getting ready to get that honey. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know one of these things. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I like I like some good bacon. Like um, like shoot, like um, like I'm not sure if you guys have any first watch. Uh, like those uh, those uh those restaurants out at Giles Way. Uh, mm-hmm. Stephanie, you might you might have them up up uh up your way. Like first watch. First it's a watch. it's a bre- it's a breakfast brunch place, Mm-mm. no, um. But uh, they had this million dollar bacon, which you know, like it's here's 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 a secret, guys, because um, I'm one of those people that you know, like I kind of I kind of deconstruct like like food when I eat it, like you know, to try to figure out like what the ingredients are. It's just bacon steeped in maple syrup with brown sugar, and 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 it's got a nice, it's got that nice crunchy slash chewy texture to it, and man, it's delicious. Mm. And I just I just gave away the secret to make million dollar bacon. Plus, I have their cookbook, so I'm just <laughs> yeah. The cookbook. But, uh, 
Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I'm oh, so man. hungry now. Why? Oh man, so, like so, cook, so cookbooks are my cookbooks are my thing. Like I get cookbooks, and you know, like I. And the sad part is, like I get cookbooks, and I just pick. I just I just pick maybe like two, three things at the most out of the cookbook, and like the rest of the book is just a waste. <laughs> I, I have never done that, Laurent. I have done I that. Anything I else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, yeah, I have a small collection of cookbooks. I like nice. to cook. I like to cook and my boyfriend monopolizes the fact I like to cook. That did I tell you did I tell you recently? <laughs> did I tell you recently, like uh like like we were we just wanted to just have a have a chill night and everything, right? And um and and in lieu of um in lieu of going out, my my uh, my my boyfriend subscribes to HelloFresh. So like he gets uh-huh. he gets uh he gets three I, I think he gets three it might be four you know you know meals like you know like sent to him and stuff like that I, you know hello fresh all you gotta do is let's just like prepare it and, and cook it you know mm-hmm. uh um so uh we we were like you know what uh he was like i have i have i have two hello fresh kits here that that i have not done yet and uh and they're and it's getting close to expiring i was like well cool instead of just going out let's just go ahead and i suggested that we that we a couple, you know, make the meal, you know, mm-hmm. have the bonding experience and everything, right? <laughs> so he's like, "Yeah, that's a great idea and everything." So I was like, "Okay, I'll be over at your place by I, I whatever time." I got, I get there, I get there, and uh, and uh, I was like, "I was like, let me know, let me know when, let me know when you're ready for dinner and stuff like that." He had me the okie doke. He was like, he was like, he was like, "Hey, I got a couple things going on. Can you go ahead and get started?" I knew in my head as soon as they can go ahead and get started. I knew that I was going to be cooking that meal. Oh man, <laughs> that's a bummer. I, I I don't know. I I personally think the cooking together with someone is part of the fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we have done it, but I just I just knew that night, and uh, but also but also he kind of uh, I'm gonna, it sounds bad when I say he kind of takes advantage of me because he knows. I'm one of those people that when I cook, I also clean at the same time. So while oh. something's going on, I will also clean the kitchen up. So, so like the only thing we have to worry about, you know, after dinner is over, is just a couple of dishes that we made just to eat at the table and stuff like that, you know. <laughs> and maybe one pan needs to be cleaned and stuff like that. So he took advantage of me. <laughs> I hate that. Ugh. I do that to my wife sometimes. Sorry. Yeah, but I do. It was it, it it was funny because like uh because like when we first when we first got into the groove like when we when we when we first started dating and being serious and everything, uh one day he was over at my place and um and and I made dinner and stuff like that and um we'd eaten and everything um and uh and I started cleaning the kitchen up immediately after like after like we were done and everything I mean I loaded stuff in the dishwasher but stuff that needed to be hand washed I went ahead and washed that stuff, uh, and he's like. He's like, do you do this? Every, do you use every time? I'm like, I try to because, like, what will happen is, like, if I, if the kitchen isn't like in some state of like cleanliness when dinner's over, like, it'll take three or four days for it to get done. <laughs> if you want to be a Patreon producer, head on over to Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/PopsRoastMedia, and find out which tier is right for you. Our Patreon producers at the five dollar tier or higher for this month are Adriel Munger, Austin Campbell, Celeste Roberts. Christian S., Sana Dierig, Francisco Santillan, and Rebecca Jewell. Thank you for your continued support. Yeah. Wash your dishes right away, kids. Yeah, I don't do that, but that's just me being a slob.
Yeah, I try to use that dishwasher as much as possible, though. We have a dishwasher, but I never, I've never used a dishwasher. I don't trust them. Is it, why don't you trust it? What if it doesn't get everything off? I don't want to have to rewash the dish. Okay, I understand that. I understand that. But you know what I what I've learned is what I've learned is that um is that you want to put the, the dishes in as dirty as possible because like if you have a really good like uh, like dishwashing like dishwasher like detergent like the the enzymes on the detergent are designed to actually clean it off. Like like the the dirtier your dishes are, the more the the higher the probability your dishes will come out clean in the dishwasher. Mm. I was raised in a household where my mom used the dishwasher as a place to put dishes as a, as a, as a dish rack. <laughs> and so by de facto, I just also don't use the dishwasher. I mean, once in a while, I'll do it just to make sure mine works in the house. And I get it. Like, I know factually that you probably are more likely to save water using a dishwasher. Mm-hmm. But I'm just so it's been pounded and grained in my head that you you wash your own damn dishes. Like, I don't know. I've always, I've, I've always had roommates and stuff like that, so I kind of swear by a dishwasher. For, for one major thing, it will sanitize your dishes, mm. so you never have to worry about like someone, <laughs> you know, like they're they got that slight cough and don't want to don't want to admit to themselves, much less you, that they're sick and whatnot. Like I always just throw, throw, especially especially utensils and and drinking glasses in the dishwasher. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, screw screw that. Like, uh, like in all this time, in all this time that that COVID's been a thing, I've only been sick. I've only been sick twice, and one time was actually COVID. Man, COVID. now I kind of miss cooking. I I got really into it. Bought a bajillion cookbooks, trained myself, and then I just kind of fell out of it again. Maybe just out of convenience and. Oddly enough, because you think COVID and being at home would be a big thing to get yourself cooking, but Mm -hmm. I have significantly more dishes because I'm always home, and I think that's a big deterrent for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, honestly, COVID COVID kind of took the drive out of people doing anything, you know, because like – you probably fell into one of two categories. You fell into the category, well, well, I'm always going to be home, so like what's the fucking point? Or you fell into the category of, oh, I'm home. I have so much stuff I can do now. You know, it's one of those two things, you know, like, you know, like a lot of uh, like, I, like, and it wasn't like in the 50 50 split. Like more people were like, man, I'm stuck at home, you know, fuck this shit, you know, yeah. <laughs> stuff like that, which is also why the COVID, the COVID rates went up, you know, in that first year, year and a half, you know, because people got stir crazy and they decided it was going to go out anyway. Yep. Remember when they said stay in for two or three weeks and it'll all go away and then it lasted for like two years? Yeah. Good times. Yeah. Good times. Cool. Hey, guys. We have topics from the community. Should we answer? What do we? Should we talk about them? you, You know what? That might be a good idea, actually. What you got? It's a great idea, Leron. I need you to say with more something i don't know was gusto. I, I, is that the I word not, gusto did i not have enough oomph what i don't know you, you can oomph however I you mean, want i don't know i I'm mean i mean i could put oomph. a little more i could put a little more thrust into it next time i mean yeah thrust probably works around. for you yeah don't want you to hurt yourself though uh <laughs> that would be great what 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 does the community want, want us to talk about tonight 
they want us to talk about Jerry Springer uh, and the phenomenon of uh, shock TV in the 90s. So uh, Josh, Josh M dot in the discord uh writes in and says uh with the death of jerry springer comes a reminder of the fun and dirty phenomena of shock tv in the 90s what made these types of shows and brand of tv so popular man that it brings brings back some really great memories which i know sounds odd because i try not to associate myself with like really trashy stuff but i love it and i have like really weird fun memories in a sense that you know it's daytime television I would only really see it if I was like sick day at school, like I was homesick or summer vacation. But the weirdest personal memory I have, it's really more for Maury than Jerry Springer, but you know, similar camp really. My Nana, my from China, barely speaks any English Nana, who I love so much that raised me, her and I would watch Maury together and she'd be like, astounded how these women would not know who the baby daddy is like, <laughs> i can just like hear her voice in my head like her being so shocked she goes oh like she tested like 10 men and neither of them are the father it was like she was mortified but entertained at the same time <laughs> and i think that was kind of the fascination which i got now i think everybody gets pulled into trash tv for various reasons mine was hey you know what at least my life isn't that bad <laughs> and i wonder yeah. if that, that's yeah. part of it you know so but i but with jerry springer back to him like you know rest rest in rest in peace i always was impressed by him only because he was was it a governor or a mayor he was the mayor, was mayor. mayor then like talk show host he also was a, a freaking judge like this guy regardless of what you think about his trashy show like he did a lot yeah. he accomplished yeah. a lot He's iconic here in Ohio. Like he's like, you know, I mean, Cincinnati's only like three and a half hours away from where I live. And he was like, he's like a huge celebrity here. He'd go to all, he'd go to like Reds games and like he drove all the way to Cleveland to go to like, because the Cleveland Cincinnati baseball game, the, it was the Indians and the Reds at the time was like the first interleague baseball game like ever. And he drove all the way up and like was here and was did this whole press thing for it and everything. It was like a big deal. I think he was very successful just because he, he definitely knew what he was doing and had a way about hosting because he brings these people on stage um, and like he's kind of the way he presents himself is like an interview style. And then he kind of like feigns ignorance, even though like the entire audience is laughing as like, you know, unfortunately the guests kind of make fools of themselves. Um, and then he asked, has the audience kind of uh, ask questions or make comments at the end. So I think the way it was structured, I guess it was very entertaining for, I don't know, stay at home moms. I mean, it's daytime television There's a very certain type of audience that watches daytime television and um, I don't know, you know, shock and awe kind of that's what brought in viewers back then. What do y'all think? Yeah. And I it was also like a time before, like <laughs> the stuff was just available at will. Right. Like, I mean, you look at YouTube and like all the trash that's on YouTube, right? Like mob fights and care, like it's screaming Karens and all these other 
videos and and you know TikToks of people and and basically trying to do the same thing, right? It's like that that wasn't around in the nineties. We had, we didn't have access to internet, or most of us didn't at least, right? Or in that that type of internet didn't exist, and smartphones didn't exist, and you had to <laughs> you had to wait for something to happen in the grocery store or stay home from school, and you could watch all this, right? And it was yeah. And it was entertaining at the time because we had we didn't have anything like that. You know, we didn't have anything like we do now, at least, you know, like it's it's the shock value. And I think that's something that people are missing who are growing up with smartphones and tablets and Internet today. Right. Is like they they don't get this type of shock value because all of it's just available to you. Right. It's the same reason why, like, I mean, <laughs> why porn isn't as popular either. Right. Because it's just it's so available to you all uh, anywhere you look right that it's like well i'll get to it when i get to it it's not like you <laughs> have to sit down and like watch you know jerry springer <laughs> like was like an him. event yeah you know yeah. like yeah. jerry and and maury and 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 uh ricky lake and uh you know it was all on like kind of right, see, after, <laughs> right after right after uh, jones uh who else do we have I mean, it was it, uh, uh, well, a little later, Sally she... Jesse Raphael. Yeah, inside Geraldo Rivera. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, I was gonna say Steve Wilkos came out. Um, yeah, Steve Wilkos later. came out because of Jerry. Yeah, his was more Cause... like serious, so to speak. Uh, yeah, kind of like kind of like what Doctor what Doctor Phil basically yeah. became. Mm-hmm. Doctor Phil, yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, he's kind of like the last one, right? I mean, is his show still on? I don't even know. Yeah, but Dr. Phil Dr. Phil doesn't have fights or nothing like that. He just has, like, really, like, you know, obnoxious, like, rambunctious kids and shit, you know, come on the show. I will say, though, within the long-standing show of Jerry Springer, it also really evolved. Like, I'm not exactly a fan of the more recent ones because it's – the show's been on for so long, it kind of ran out of, like, really fresh material. Like, in the very, very beginning, Jerry Springer show – was almost a I would even use the word tame so to speak um with a little bit of yeah shock. it was and now mm-hmm. it's like midgets fighting in a bathtub <laughs> of like chocolate pudding and yeah yeah it did it did kind of get very very base 500 pound person like it'd be like almost kind of if we're thinking of a current 2023 state of mind almost even a little bit offensive but he wasn't afraid to be offensive i hate to say it so yeah i hate mm-hmm. to say it but you know yeah <laughs> i don't even remember like uh like i know for sure like i wasn't i wasn't watching springer when it first came on and stuff like that but i definitely i definitely got into it like when you know like when all the the fights would happen <laughs> yeah because that Cause that was just wild. And sometimes man, like sometimes the people, the people would, the people would barely like get on the stage and they're just straight running for the other person, you know, like for the fight and whatnot. Oh my gosh. You know, just cause you also mentioned porn, but it was a shock to me back then that the, that girls can just flash their tits and get Jerry beads. I'm yeah. Like, Whoa. They're flashing tits on TV. Granted, it was like blurred out, but like, what? That's so scandalous. (laughs) Man, Jerry Beads. Um, I'd like to just talk about Maury for a little bit too, because it's in the same vein. I got to see Maury live once. I dragged my friend there because we were on our way to Mystic, Connecticut, and Stanford's on the way. I'm like, all right, 
well, I want to see Maury. Um, it was cool to, to be there in the studio and Maury came out before the recording started. He brought his dog out and he showed us his golden retriever and just chatted with us and then went backstage to start everything. It was, and there was like, so a, you actually, so wait, you actually, you actually were on the uh, Maury Povich show? Like, I mean, well, I like in the audience. Yeah, I was an audience member. Let's make this very clear. I did not need to know who my kid's father is um, or take a lie detector test. Um, yeah, I was an actual actual audience member, and it's cool. Like they they have a hype person that's there on the sidelines. It was almost a little annoying how hype based they were, but um, uh, and and Maury's actually pretty no nonsense. Like behind the scenes, it, it's very interesting to see. Um, I, I I liked it. I liked you know being there in person and seeing how the live talk shows because I, they're dying out, right? Like. This might be the one and only one that I saw. Also, I got to see it for free, by the way. The tickets are free. Yeah. Um, wow, you are not the father. You are. <laughs> oh, he's, he's so good. He po- You are not the father. And the woman would be like, ah, and the guy would do his victory dance. He'd be like high-fiving people. <laughs> um, I like it, like the lie detector test, if the guy was like cheating, because half the time the woman would like, straight out trying to beat the shit out of the guy yeah um and i hate i hate to say my favorite which i know they didn't do anymore um was like wild crazy teens that are out of control like sex and drugs so what more will do is have this motivational speaker come up i forget his name but he's this big muscular dude and he like yells at them and gets in their face yeah and then they they drive the kids to a prison (laughs) Well, like a, their oh, scared, scared, straight. S- scared straight or something. Scared, scared. No, I scared like, straight was his own show, but but Maury, Maury did it too. Every now, he wouldn't send him to a prison. He'd send him more to like like a reform correctional, school. whatever. Yeah, but, but no, they the kids would actually talk to um, jailed residents, especially like the mm-hmm. female ones. Be like, do you really want to be in here? Like, and um, Yo, I, you know, you know what's crazy is like you know like. I like watching those, even the scared straight ones, you know, like watching those and seeing like these inmates and stuff, having like these really like these really mentor type talks to these kids and stuff, you know, and it's like, wow, you know, like, this is not what, you know, there, of course there was some that was like, oh, I'm making you my bitch. Like you get up in here, you can be my bitch. <laughs> but most of them were like, look, you don't want to be here. Get your shit together. I know. Like I am. I hate to say it, like in some ways that I might actually be helpful. Uh, the more mentor like yeah, right? ones, right? the men- the mentor ones. Um, and then I remember these were early Maury, probably because they're not appropriate now. I don't know. I, I don't know. I really don't know because I think Jerry Springer would have these kind of things on the show all the time. Was I was so inappropriate now? Guess the gender of the person. Um, I don't think I've ever seen those. Uh, well, I, they're definitely not the later Mori ones. They probably scrapped it because it's not so PC. But it would be like a, a female-appearing or male-appearing person. And the audience oh, would have yeah. to guess if they were born a male or born a female. That shit would not fly. <laughs> um, I found, I, I'll admit back then I found it amusing because they would always pick oh, yeah. the most beautiful-looking female and they were born a boy and the most masculine-looking woman and uh, masculine-looking female to and it was a assist female you know what i'm saying so um it was interesting it's like the the saturday night live skit pat yeah (laughs) 
but I know a Jerry Springer's show did that a lot more, but more like, hi, you know, if you've been seeing me, um, I'm not trying to be, dis- I'm just saying like, that's how they, like, I'm really a man. Like they really like played it up and it's like, now when I watch it, I feel very uncomfortable <laughs> watching it. Yeah. And let, let me make this clear too. I currently don't watch it, but um, it's, I don't know. Maybe it's a good thing that these things are kind of going by the wayside, but yeah, they just they just they, they crashed and burned or died out. Yeah, because some of that stuff's sort of like. Well, then again, you know we have we have the really random fucked up shit now. Like you know we got a Teen Mom and Sixteen and Pregnant, and you know a Jersey Shore, and you know the Kardashians, which I am shocked they're still. I'm shocked they're still relevant after their show went off on on E. Like you know like. Uh, like they're on Hulu now, and you know, like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just shocked that they're still like producing these things. You know, I mean, my, I mean, my wife watches it, so I mean, not that that's like, like the end all be like, all what's kind the, of like, like what's the thing, what's but... the one show that her and Stephanie both have in common? I, I forget. Ninety Day Fiance. Ninety Day Fiance. Then there's like Ninety Day the other way and the Single Life. There's like all these spinoff shows. I'm like, what are oh, you doing? Man. Now, now I have been. Uh, now, I, now I have my own. I have my own claim to fame on 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 like this type of TV though, because like I watch X on the Beach. I watch uh, Are You the One? You know. <laughs> Did you know there's a show on Hulu called Bilf Hunters now? Yes, and there's also one called Dilf Something. Uh, there's one. There's there's, there's 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 one. There's one. There's one catered to like milfs. And there's one catered to dilfs. There's Milf Manor. Milf Manor. Wow. Mm. Well, didn't we mention it before we started recording, like Jerry Springer, Maury, and all those, Ricky Lake, that's kind of the precursor to the reality shows in the early 2000s, right? Like, I remember MTV Mm -hmm. became a huge hub for these reality shows. Like, I remember stuff where it's like, not date my daughter. Like, it has something to do with, like, the parents not liking what their daughter or son that is their dating, so they pick someone else. What was that? What was that? Uh, Parental control. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh man. I know it's it's now that I talk about it out loud with you guys, I I I don't know. I, I almost feel like kind of dirty and ashamed that I was so drawn to these trashy shows. But that just goes to show like there's a certain level of attraction to them. Oh yeah, there's an appeal. There's an appeal to it. So of course my mom you know how my mom is, was like, Stephanie, this is why you're the way that you are, that you're divorced and stuff. Because you watch all those Maury shows and you don't know how to act. I'm like, yeah, mom. Okay, Maury's the reason why I'm divorced. You don't know how to act, Jesus. Mm. <laughs> I swear, there's, there's this thing. There's this, there's, uh, there's this, there's this. Maury. There's this, <laughs> there's this line. There's this line on Ted Lasso where it's like, or it's like, be curious, not judgmental. I tweeted that out today. Silence. It's just, it's just, it's just, it's just wild, you know. Like, um, you that know, like, great, just, just how, way. just how, yeah, yeah, just how judgy people can be sometimes. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. That uh, that um, that episode is amazing. That's probably one of the best episodes of the show, and it's in the first season. I like that line. But the moment yeah. you judge them, they clutch their pearls super tight. Hmm. Yippers. Well, isn't that kind of what the basis of those shows in the 90s were then? It's like it's literally a 
circus, like a people circus or even a coliseum, so to speak, where we all get to watch and judge and feel better about ourselves, which Mm -hmm. I don't know, on one end can be cathartic, but at the same time, we might not want to make this a real habit because that's not good. Yeah, true that. So, rest rest in peace, Jerry. Like you, like no, like I mean, like you, you did a lot of, you did a lot of things for our society. I'll, I'll, I'll say that you know, like if anything, you know, you put it under a microscope that you know, like you know, like that you know, there are people out there that you know, like they, their lives are like filled with drama that they didn't always necessarily invite to themselves and stuff like that. So you know, there's always a lesson to be learned and all that stuff. Yes. An entertaining lesson, but a lesson. <laughs> and you know what? The one thing I did like, despite all the inappropriate stuff, um, not PC stuff, at the end of every Jerry Springer show, he would actually say a line or two that was words of wisdom, yeah. like actual words yeah. of wisdom. And then what's his favorite, not favorite, his popular tagline is take care of yourselves and each other. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So. Rest in All peace, right. Cherry Springer. You, uh, 78, man. That's young, too. I feel like. I think he passed away. What did he pass Pancreatic cancer. Oh, oh shit. That's a, sh- yeah, really bad one. Man. Um, all right. Well, what now? What do we do now? Mm, mm, do we have time for the turn on, turn off thing? I I don't I don't have to be anywhere until eight o'clock in the morning, so we could turn each other on all night long if we want. Ah, I'll see myself out. Corey, um, I'm not in the mood tonight. I have I have a headache. Don't worry, my phone will be on vibrate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that's supposed to mean, but uh, you know exactly what it's supposed to mean. <laughs> Uh, I'm fired. Um, okay, so I mean, oh, you know, I don't know. What gets you all tingly inside, Leron? And what doesn't get you tingly anymore that used to get you tingly? Skanky hose. I'm a words for affirmation. I'm a words of affirmation <laughs> type of guy. So you start telling you start telling me some stuff that just makes me feel good about myself, and I'm gonna wind up making you feel good later. Ooh. You like you like those sweet nothings being whispered in your ear, don't you? Oh hell yeah! Like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> say it all to me. Well, here's um, the, here, oh sorry, go ahead. I wasn't sure if you needed time to think. Uh, okay. So so definitely. So definitely, because I'm I'm a visual, I'm a man, so like it's all about visuals and stuff like that. Like, I, <laughs> women, I love seeing y'all in like business attire, like just just like super yeah. dressed up and everything. I, I I love it, you know, like skirts, dresses, what whatever, you know, like if you if it looks like you're supposed to be walking into like you know like a, a business meeting or whatnot, you know, like. Yeah, yeah, you got my attention. <laughs> like I'm, I'm gonna, you know, and that's one of my thing. There was a trend. There was a trend in music videos, like for, uh, for like, for like, like electronic music and stuff like that, where it was always about women super dressed up and everything, and you know, like they're dancing and all that stuff. And it was, yeah, like my favorite type of music videos. You know, it's kind of a thing. Like I don't know. I like, I like, I, I like a, I like, I like authoritative women. I, I, I do. I'm not saying I like dominatrixes or whatnot, you know, even though they have their place somewhere, but you know, 
like uh like i like i like i don't know i, like, I, I kind of like boss ass bitches i do <laughs> i mean i i too prefer that i like like the pencil skirt with like the the like the white shirt with the blazer you know i'm into it i'm into it uh-huh. the heels no toes like the not the ones where your toes are sticking out though that just looks like it hurts. I like the so I like the the rounded fronted heels. If that makes sense, Wait, don't they call those mules? I don't know what they're called. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what they're called neither. I I, I can't keep track of women of every article of women's clothes because like y'all y'all have y'all have y'all have a name for everything. Even though I'm like those are just pants. Those are shorts. That's just a dress. That's a skirt. Mm. <laughs> those are leggings. <laughs> I was I was also really into like. <laughs> costume is that one time like so hold on hold on explain you mean like french like, made type costumes you whatever like oh, okay so okay I, okay okay i used i this is way before my wife this was like way so i want i want to get that out of the way first okay I'm bad at doing the referee referee hand signal. Like a whole like half a closet full of like you you you, like okay, what do you what do you want? Okay. And that's (laughs) cop Corey was all about that dress up. Nurse. Some sort of something skimpy, sure. Something whatever. I yeah. Anything. It was fun. You let your girl, you let your girl handcuff you just for just just for the thrill of it, didn't you? Yeah. Well, key, key got lost, but that's a story for a different day. <laughs> um, look, there's a lot of lotion to get my hand out there. Okay, have you ever had to do that? Just kind of had to like make your hand go like go like this. Just do like just, just do like just like uh, Mel Gibson and um and Lethal Weapon. Wait, wait, no, no. Who was a disc disc uh, disconnect uh, disc dislocated their own thumb ew was that a marvel was that a marvel that was was that marvel one of the marvel flicks or was i don't know i don't know what you're talking about to be honest uh but yeah i mean there was there was a lot going on there and like uh yeah it was it was a good time i really enjoyed that immensely uh also like the librarian slash teacher look or the I just got home from a long night at the strip club. Look was also a favorite ooh, back then. Ooh, what uh, does that look like? You, you dirty. Yeah, like, greasy look, hair I went through, everywhere. Look, like I don't get it. I went. <laughs> look, me and me and this person went through a phase, like a. It, it was a phase. Okay, this was this was at the point where I was like, <laughs> first of all, she was way out of my league. Okay. <laughs> Like I was batting, I was batting upwards. Okay, I was like wow. a, I was like a single A hitter in the majors for like the World Series, <laughs> right? This, this is what that was, right? So, th- this was at a point where I was like, maybe I should lose some weight, maybe I should work out, maybe I should look like I may be able to have a chance with this person. Okay, and that's when that was like during my I lost all this weight phase and felt really good about myself phase so that was that and it was look it was a good couple years okay i'm just gonna no i just I'm, genuinely want to know what that looks like a lot coming I'm, back I'm sorry, from when, so like when, when stephanie said like like just 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 oily and glitter the first thing i thought about was kesha, yes. <laughs> was kesha yeah like kesha? would it be a kesha kinda, kinda okay. yeah um <laughs> 
you know, like the torn kind of, I, I don't know what they're called now. I think it's probably the, not a PC term, but like a wife beater with like, you know, the, the skirt that was basically a shirt sleeve. I know this look from somewhere. Hold on, hold on. Um, is it, what movie was it? Um, it was a crap. Uh, she played, right, she played in Smallville. Yeah, she played in Smallville or uh, was, was Lana. But what was the movie? Um, Kristen Crook. The movie was a uh, Euro trip. Uh, oh, the, the song yeah. Scotty doesn't know. You remember what she was wearing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. That kind of, kind of. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that Speaking was speaking of girls from Smallville, man. That was like, fun. Like Eric, we go Erica, out. Erica Durance that played Lois in Smallville. Oh my god! Like huh. I had a major crush on her. Like we would, like we would go out like all night, and I w- I would come home at like four, five, six o'clock in the morning. Now, granted, she was a major alcoholic, so that was like a big thing I had to like deal with. But uh, it was it was fun. It was a it was a good couple of years, I have to say. So. And she was indulging your your sexual proclivities. Oh man, it was yeah. I mean, yeah, pretty much. Nothing wrong with it. And like, she was highly experimental. We'll say. Mm. So. No question. When it comes to costumes and stuff, mm-hmm. would she just like try and put on a show for you, or would she be like, "I'm gonna go in the bathroom and get changed"? Like, yeah, that. Like usually, so at the time that here, here's what happened at the time I was, uh, I had come home from Columbus to go to school at Kent and I was living, my parents had like remodeled their basement to be an apartment type thing. So I was living in their basement and like, she would come in through the walk-in basement in the bottom, at the bottom of the basement, like the basement had some separate door that you could walk in and she would stay the night. Or we would go out or we would, you know, whatever. And she would bring a bag to stay over. And there, you know, there was like a shower and a, and a whole bathroom down there to where like she could do whatever. And I took my showers down there and whatever. And then she would leave. And that was, that was like our relationship for like the first, <laughs> I don't know, six months, probably. Uh, been there. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, she would just bring something. She's like, she would just surprise me, and uh, you know, as a as a male in their early to mid twenties, it was uh, never disappointed. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but then I'm like, I kind of like look at that stuff to go back on like what doesn't turn us on now that used to. Like, I don't know, if some of that would do it for me now. You know. Like what? I don't know like the the i really like sexy without being dirty now is like kind of what does it for me mm. you know like somebody who dresses well like does their hair like glasses or plus right but like <laughs> not slutty or dirty if that makes sense like I don't really know how else to explain it. I guess I just taste change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to. I'm trying to think because, like, I'm I'm in my late 40s now, and I, and I can't. And 
And <sighs> shit, like I think I think the biggest I think the biggest turn on for me is just recognizing that I'm there at this point now. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and I, I don't mean that like, you know, like, oh, like you're here, let's let's fuck. You know, more like, you know, like just, just acknowledging, you know, that I'm a I'm a human being and I'm I'm there and I'm there with you or whatnot, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like another another thing that like I young doesn't do it for me. Like, you know what I mean? I think we never done it for me. Even when I was young. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, when I was young, yeah, of course, young kind of was okay because I was also young. But like, we kind of talked about this on the objectification episode where like any any person that's under 30, like, I, I feel gross. You know, just like, or anybody who looks like they're under yeah. thirty, I'm just like, oh my god! Oh yeah, is, I feel oh, like, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah, like look, looking young fucks with me in so many different types of ways, <laughs> and not in a good way. But yeah. these are all good protective measures, guys. These are things that are naturally supposed to occur in our brains because if not, that's uh, a problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, which is why, which is why, like the whole Leonardo DiCaprio thing is so hilarious yeah. to me. Yeah. Yuck! <laughs> it's, it's like the running joke is like as soon as what it was as soon as he turns thirty, like like he dumps them. Yeah. <laughs> I used to think uh, all men were like that. They would just kind of always leave you for a younger model. Yeah. Well, you I, know mean, what? You I know, definitely know I've, people that do, would do that, right? Like, yeah, I definitely know I've, people that ew. are like that, but. What I've been what I've been learning about like 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 psychology and, and like male and female psychology is that um is that you know like men 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 innately look at that but it's also because it's wired in us that you know like we want people who can rear children for us and stuff like that so like so like we know like you know from a biological standpoint that you know like like once a woman gets gets out of her out of her twenties, you know, like the idea of like her having kids with us is a thing. But you know, and I'm saying this on a purely scientific. I am not, I'm not a, a, a pig or a chauvinist or whatever and stuff like that. Like I, like it's just one of those things. It's ingrained, and it's just like with women. Like it's ingrained. It's ingrained that you know women want to want to look to their their mate as the person that provides and stuff like that. Like 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 you know, like it's just things that I I've noticed and I understand and. You know, that's all it is. It's not me saying this is the way it is or the way it should be. No, some people unfortunately tend to forget that there are science-based instincts. I mean, we are animals in a sense, just with a sense of self. We're we're a product of millions of years of evolution. And don't don't think just because it says the year is 2023 that we've only been around for at at most 2,500 years, you know, as, as living, you know, human beings, you know. Like we've been around for a long goddamn time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let me see. Um, a type that used to do it for me back then, but definitely doesn't do it now, and I don't know why, would be kind of the grungy, like almost like a Nirvana type guy. Um, you know, just grungy. Nirvana's not emo, but I, I mean also emo type guys. Guys with mm-hmm. longer hair, gangly or whatever. Now I'm like, ew, take a shower, cut your hair. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> Wash your hair. <laughs> yeah. Guys in a three-piece suit. Oh, my gosh. Like, 
I dated this guy who is a super casual person, which is fine. I'm casual too. But I literally said to his face like a million times, I'm like, if you just wear a suit for me, I'm like, I'm, I'm my, I'm, my pants are just going to disappear. Like you will get laid. Like, won't this be fun? Never did it. Like, I just, I'm, oh. like, Come on, I'm giving you like the secret recipe of what could turn me on the most. But um, yeah. Um, and then vice versa. I didn't really like, a very hairy man <laughs> like i don't know i just found like a lot of hair to be gross i'm like oh i want a nice clean shaven guy or whatever but now i'm like give me a, a dude with a nice thick hairy chest i love it i just love like just ah burying my face and chest hair i know that's probably tmi but no 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 uh, i remember when one of my partners shaved his chest i was actually very upset for the rest of the day uh. <laughs> i was like how could you I was like, fine, I'm going to cut off my hair because he really liked me having long hair. And I'm like, I'm cutting my hair. You shaved your chest. I'm cutting my hair. <laughs> All right. When a woman cuts her hair, that's scary, actually, because we don't know. We don't know what is coming from. <laughs> we, don't, we don't know if this is the next step to like we want up we wind up being an episode of when women kill. <laughs> or yeah, I mean. The way I used to handle it is every time I go through a big breakup, I cut off all my hair. Not like it just <laughs> happens to be a coincidence. I, uh, I've also found myself like I've kind of fallen into a type, right? And like <laughs> I am really only like I really only notice people that kind of have a similar resemblance of my wife now. <laughs> Like, Aww, oh that's good so no i mean sweet. like my 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 wife is like the type of person that i have always been attracted to right and like i don't know i guess i just i she lost that battle i guess uh but <laughs> i you know like i really like a brunette i really like somebody who like you know when, when this is gonna sound it's gonna sound weird, but like, so in the winter, the sun is not out and she gets pretty white. But like, when we go out, like, when it's summertime and she can, she gets tan, that's also like, wow, I like the way you look like right now, too. You know, like, I like very, uh, whatever. And then, like, I don't know, I just kind of have found myself like, I, I nothing else kind of really does it for me except Aww. you know Sorry, I'm gonna get all mushy here I hope someday I find a partner that's like you so sweet in in my head I'm sitting here thinking man like Corey would be so fucked if, if if his if his wife had a twin sister because like because like oh. he just said like you know like like <laughs> like his wife is his type so you know like he'd accidentally like sleep with his damn sister-in-law and not realize what the fuck happened funny you should say no I'm just kidding Oh God! Oh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh man, that was funny though. But yeah, that's kind of. I don't know. I just I've kind of fallen out of that. Like, I think I think because we've been together for so long. In January, it'll be ten years we've been together. Wow. So like, I've kind of fallen out of that. Like, I gotta look for someone, you know. And it just kind of just doesn't, I don't know, nothing else really like, I mean, not that like, oh, I see someone like on TV that's super attractive. It's not like I'm not going to notice. Right. But it's like, I don't know. I've just kind of 
looked and found what I needed to be satisfied, That's I guess. Cool. That's so great. So. Yeah. One more thing, and I, I, I think now, I'm, I only started thinking about it, Laurent, because you were talking about like instincts and like just how mm-hmm. we're built from a biological standpoint. Because if you think about the, again, just instinct cis female like programming of and it's not even like a gender thing it's just we are programmed to find the best mate to produce the best possible or strongest offspring or healthiest offspring so based off of that high level thinking like a woman would more supposed to be right quote unquote go for like a more alpha male type build Mm -hmm. right that's like the old-fashioned traditional like alpha male because that's like the stronger whatever i've always been attracted to the betas like all my life i'm like i'm all oh, yeah alpha males just turned me off didn't like them and like but when i hit my 30s i actually all like maybe like post-divorce i guess 30s or post-divorce whatever you want to take it everyone that i've been kind of like looking at or being attracted to has been more of an alpha male type thing which you think would be the reverse that i'd be attracted to alpha males during my more reproductive years but no, only now I'm like, all right, bring on the dumb brutes. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, there's a long time where like I was be my friend's like wingman or whatever. And like I would like I would be super into like what most men would call like sevens. or eights you know like that that's where i felt most comfortable in time like a like a range of you know Mm -hmm. you had to like i don't know i know that sounds like pretty misogynistic but that's how many things if you want to hear misogynistic back in the myspace days there was a forum where girls would ask dudes to rate them like just like hi rate my profile picture and (laughs) i remember back then a guy commented on mine because i was stupid and young and like well i might as well have guys judge me for how i look (laughs) haha guys like what does he say seven definitely eight or nine if you were older (laughs) Uh. (laughs) maybe he was just trying to be careful i don't know yeah can't believe i participated in stuff like that yeah yeah maybe that should be like a topic one night it's like dumb things that we participated in mm. like a bachelorette oh, party you, participated in bachelor- you know what well that's gonna do it for us <laughs> for this edition of Boss Rush we're putting a pin in that one <laughs> we will be- we're gonna revisit that one as a matter of fact i'm updating the document for, for that one before i go to bed tonight <laughs> you know this this is going to take us out though so uh that's our show for tonight uh we want to thank you all for listening and tuning in to us uh check the show notes you know you'll find all the information for how to get in contact with us as well as uh as well as the boss rush you know umbrella that we all are part of also don't forget we on we want to thank our patrons and out out there uh hit up our patron you know uh become a producer you know you'll get some nice little perks in the process like check all that information out in our in our description you'll you'll see how to do it uh cory stephanie as always it's a pleasure thanks like wednesdays are not wednesdays without you guys it really isn't great conversation oh yes definitely definitely uh we're gonna go ahead and head out tonight but uh but don't worry you know be safe out there you know take a take take 
take Jerry Springer's advice, you know, uh, be, be kind to each other, yeah. stuff like that, you know. Oh, uh, oh yeah, and, you know, be curious, not judgmental, you know, in that vein as well. And not too uh, judgmental, but it is helpful if you know who your baby daddy is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, not. You, if you want to keep the conversation going, hit up our hit up our Discord. Tell us about some of your turn ons or whatnot, or turn offs. Better yet, you know, like whatever whatever floats your boat on that one. Um, we're gonna go ahead. Should we make out. that an opt in channel on Discord? By the way, the <laughs> after dark what? channel. The after dark channel? Hmm. Yeah. Might not be a bad idea. Just because, might like, be some people idea. might share information that maybe they don't want everybody to know, but if they want to opt in, they can. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like TBD that. TBD that, guys. TBD. I like that idea. Patreon. All right. Well, we're signing off. You guys have a good night and join us for our next all new episode of Boss Rush After Dark, the uh, the topics show where we talk about things that aren't always content appropriate for the other Boss Rush anchor shows. So there you have it. Take care. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye.